Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Zat Hashem, today we are continuing on Mesechet Megillah on Bet Amud Bet 2b at the two dots about 10 or 12 lines from the top of the page. At Krachim Amukafim Chomam Yemot Yoshua Ben Nun Korin Bechamisha Asar. You see those two dots? So we're going to have three topics really we'll discuss today. The first is we're going to try to figure out where in the Psukim in, in Megillat Esther do we see that the walled cities read on the 15th. And this is a chidush. We have to show some source. Then we're going to see that actually we said it's only if it's walled from the days of Yeshua bin Nun. But that's not so simple because there is a Tana who says it has to be walled from the days of Ahashverosh, which is later. So we'll see what that is based on. And we'll finish off with one final discussion, which is that the Nevi'e Adorot, the, the Nevi'im throughout history, established Sofei Tevot, how the letters change, some letters, specific letters, at the end of the word. We know if you write it in the middle, it's one way. And Sofei Tevot, it changed. We'll get into that at the end of the day today. So, Be'ezrat Hashem, let's get started at the two dots. We said in the Mishnah, Krachim amukafim choma miyemot Yoshua ben Nun, Korin b'chamishasar. We said the walled cities... From the days of Yeshua ben Nun, read the Megillah on the 15th of Adar. So unwalled cities read on the 14th, walled cities read on the 15th. So it says the Gemara Menani Mili, where do we see a raya, a source, in the Psukim and Megillah that walled cities read on the 15th? Now, it's very important. Amar Rava, so Rava says, the Amar Krak, because the Pasuk says as follows. And just before we even see this, it says in the Megillah, as we're about to see, that unwalled cities read on the 14th. So that's not debatable. There's no, I can't, can't challenge that. It also mentions walled cities, and it also mentions reading on the 15th, but it doesn't necessarily link those two together. So that's really what we're trying to figure out. How do we know by definition walled cities read on the 15th? It says there, the Jews of Prazim, Prazim means unwalled cities, who live in unwalled cities. So there's an emphasis in the Pasuk that the Jews in unwalled cities read on the 14th. It doesn't quote the full Pasuk, but it says, unwalled city Jews read on the 14th. So the Gemara says the following diuk, the following implication. What's that? Oh. The fact that the Pasuk specifically says, unwalled city people read on the 14th so that would imply that the other type of city read on the other date that's mentioned in the Megillah so what's the other type of city 15th so that implies that the walled city people read on the 15th so by simple implication it highlights that unwalled city people read on the 14th so it implies walled cities read on the 15th the Ema, so the Gemara says, okay, but maybe you could make that diuk, that implication differently. The Ema Prazim Bar Baasar. Maybe, yeah, walled, unwalled cities read on the 14th. Mukafin Klal Klal Now, this is a very difficult Havamina, but maybe walled city people don't read Megillah at all. And the Gemara says that's very difficult to say. But Lav Yisrael Ninu, are they not Jewish people? Were they not included in the Takana of Purim? And furthermore, we know the Pasuk says, Achashverosh ruled the entire world, from Hodu till Kush. So if he ruled over all of it, they were all included in the miracle. They're all Chayav and Purim, of course. 
the Ema, so the Gemara says, okay, of course they have to read, but maybe Prazim Bar Besar, the unwalled city people read on the 14th, Mukafin Bar Besar Uvachamesar, maybe the walled city people have to read twice, maybe the 14th and the 15th. And the Gemara says, and we have a pasuk in Megillah that would seem to support this, because the pasuk says, to do on the 14th of the month of Adar, and the 15th of it, so it puts together 14th and 15th. Maybe that's what the pasuk is saying, is that walled city people read twice. Oh. So the Gemara answers, if it would have said the 14th and the 15th, without words in between, so then like you're saying, we'd say maybe the walled city people read twice. But now that it says, it puts the word et in between, that word et, that word et comes, and splits it. Ani bar basar, the unwalled read on the 14th, ba'ani b'chamishasar, and the walled read on the 15th. So the Gemara says, okay, fine. Clearly, they have to read on different days, but ve'ema maybe, prazim ba'ar besar, maybe the unwalled city people read on the 14th, mukafin, they don't read on both, but iba'u ba'ar besar, iba'u b'chamishasar, maybe they have an option. Means of course they have to read one time. That's not, but maybe they could either read on the 14th or read on the 15th. Maybe that's what the pasuk is saying. Samar so, Kra, the answer is, and we brought this drasha on Betamur Aleph, Bismanehem. So the extra language of Bismanehem teaches us, that the times of one are not the times of the other. What does it mean to say? Is that it's mutually exclusive. Unwalled read on the 14th, walled read on the 15th, and, and they can't switch. That is how it's locked in. So the Gemara says one last question. Okay, maybe walled city people read on the 13th. So Rashi says, but if, unwalled, if walled city people read on the 13th, who's reading on the 15th? Meaning in Megillat Esther it says the 15th. So he says that would be for Shushan. Because in Shushan, they had a miracle. They fought the extra day on the 14th and they rested on the 15th. So maybe in Shushan they read the Megillah on the 15th. Other walled cities, Yerushalayim, would read on the 13th, and unwalled read on the 14th. Maybe that's the pshat. So Gemara answers Kishushan. No, we don't know which way to go with this, but we have a precedent. We have a source, which is Shushan. Shushan was a walled city. So therefore, just like Shushan being a walled city, they would keep Purim on the 15th. It's logical other walled cities keep on the 15th. It's just a logical conclusion. Fine. So Gemara says, fine, beautiful. So you've shown me that Purim is applicable and unwalled on the 14th, walled on the 15th. Wonderful. But Ashkechen Asiya, that only, the Pasuk we quoted above, is only referring to Asiya. It said, Sorry, it says, They will do, they will perform on the 14th, and the wall will perform on the 15th. Now, performance, Rashi says, refers to Mishtevesimcha. It refers to the mitzvah of the day of Suda, of the mitzvahs that you do. But Zechiraminalan, how do we know that the reading of the Megillah? is also locked into those days. As we'll see, we'll make this distinction later. Maybe the mitzvot of the day are on those days, but reading Megillah, it's one of the mitzvot, but it's called Zechira, the mentioning, the remembrance. How do we know it's also on those days? So Amar the answer is, the Pasuk tells us, It says these days are mentioned and performed. Mentioned refers to Megillah, performance refers to the other mitzvot. It gives Zechira the Hekish, it compares the two. Okay, now, moving on. The Mishnah told us 
that if it was walled from the days of Yoshua bin Nun, it's considered a walled city. Oh, so where does that come from? Where, why do you just pick a, a time in history, Yeshua, but where does that come from? So the Gemara says, actually, it's a machloket tanaim. Because matnitin de loki haitana. The Mishnah is not like the following Braita. Titania, the Braita teaches as follows. Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha Omer. Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha says differently. He says as follows. Krachin amukafin choma miyemot achashverosh. Cities that were walled from the days of achashverosh. And this is obviously far later in history. This is actually at the time of the Purim story. We know the Purim story took place during Galut Bayit Rishon. Right, we know the Beit Hamikdash was destroyed. The Jews went into exile in Babel. Paras Madai, which was an empire, Persian em, um, Median Empire, overthrew Babel. They took them over, and they took the Jewish people under them. And then eventually, the Purim story happened, and after that, the Jews went back to Eretz Yisrael, rebuilt the Second Temple. Fine, but the point is, Achashverosh would be later, which means even if it wasn't walled in the days of Yeshua when he conquered Eretz Yisrael the first time. It could still be considered a walled city if it was walled later from the days of Achashverosh. That's Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha's opinion. Korim b'chamishasar, they were in the 15th. So in my time is Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha. Why does Rabbi Yeshua hold it has to be walled specifically from the days of Achashverosh? So he says, Kishushan, it's the same like Shushan. Your whole source of the walled cities being different is based on Shushan. So therefore, logically, Ma Shushan Mukefet Shushan was not walled from the days of Yeshua ben Nun. Shushan was walled from the days of Achashverosh. That's when it was an empire. That's when it was built. So just as it was walled from the days of Achashverosh, Bekorin Bechamishasar, and you read on the 15th, So logically, any other walled city from the days of Achashverosh should read on the 15th. That makes sense. V'tana didan my time. Okay, so the Gemara says that makes a lot of sense. But why does our Tana in our Mishnah say it has to be walled from the days of Yeshua ben Nun? Where does that come from? So the Gemara answers, Yalif prazi prazi. He has a gezera shava. Meaning there's a word that it says in Megillat Esther and there's a word that it says by Yeshua ben Nun that we're going to use to connect the two. Now what is it? K'tiv hacha. It says in Megillat Esther, Akena yodim ha-prazim. The Jews who lived in unwalled cities, he uses the word prazim. And it says elsewhere, which is in Sefer Devarim, it says when it talks about conquering Eretz Yisrael, it says, Levad Besides for the many unwalled cities, just as there in Sefer Devarim, some take out these next words. And Mukevet Choma Miemot Yeshua Ben Nun. It was walled from the days of Yeshua Ben Nun. Afkan, also in regards to defining what is an unwalled city, what is a walled city, Mukevet Choma Miemot Yeshua Ben Nun. It has to be walled or unwalled from the days of Yeshua Ben Nun. Which means if it wasn't walled from the days of Yeshua Ben Nun and it was walled later, it's not a walled city. And by the way, we'll learn later also, even if it had a wall then, the days of Yeshua ben Nun, and it didn't have a wall after the fact, it's still a walled city. It's still a walled city, meaning even if Shushan today, Shushan's an exception, but Yerushalayim, didn't have a wall, it's still a walled city. You still read on the 15th. It was determined that. We'll see that later. Okay. Now, let's understand why they disagree with each other. I understand why Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha doesn't hold like Artana. He doesn't want to say it's from the days of Yeshua ben Nun. Why? He doesn't have this Gezer Shava. And Rashi explains here, when it comes to Gezer Shava, you have to have tradition from your Rebbe. You can't make up your own Gezer Shava. There has to be this oral tradition oh, back right. to Sinai, right? Yeah. You can't just make it up. So Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha didn't have that tradition. So therefore he said it's from Achashverosh. It's logical. 
But why doesn't our author hold like Rabbi Shua ben Karcha? So the Gemara says, what do you mean, my taima? My taima, dahitle prazi prazi. He has a gezerah shava. We just said he has a source. This is what the Gemara is really asking. According to our author, the Tana of our Mishnah, who is Shushan following? They're not following like the unwalled and they're not following the walled. Why is that? Because it wasn't walled from the days of Yoshua ben Nun. So why are they reading on the 15th? If the Gedder, the definition of walled is from Yeshua ben Nun, why would Shushan read on the 15th? That doesn't seem to be logical according to our Tana. I mentioned this before. Shushan had a special miracle. They were able to fight another day. 13th day of Adar, everyone fought. They also fought on the 14th to avenge from their enemies. Since they had a special miracle, they read on the 15th the next day when they rested. But it's different in that way from other walled cities. Now, Bishlam Didan. We're going to mention a pasuk in Megillah. Now the, the, the pasuk says like Bishlam, according to the, the Artana, Hainu Dichtiv Medina u Medina ve'ir ve'ir. The pasuk in Megillah Esther says Medina u Medina, every country or every province ve'ir ve'ir, and every city. Now these are extra terminologies. So the Gemara assumes the reason it says every province and every city is saying there's differences in terms of the dates you keep Purim between provinces and cities. So according to Artana, you can make differences. What are the differences? Medina u Medina lechalek bin mukafin choma. Mi'emot Yoshua bin Nun lemukafet choma. Mi'emot achashverosh. So there would be a difference if it was walled from the days of Yoshua versus if it was walled from the days of Achashverosh. That's not considered walled. So that would be one distinction we could make. In order to be walled, it has to be back from Yoshua bin Nun. Ir ve'ir. Now, according to Artana, what would be the distinction between cities? Is to say, by the way, there's one exception to that rule, which is Shushan, even though it was not walled from the days of Yeshua ben Nun, you still read on the 15th. So there's two necessary drashot. That's the way the Gemara is explaining in those words. Now, I don't want to read the Girsa of the Gemara. Shushan because of the miracle. Of the nest, like of we the said. Nest, that's it. So we have Drashot. We're going to ask a Kashan on Rishua ben Karcha, but keep your finger on the place there and look at Rashi, because he, he brings a different Girsa, which fits better. If you look, it's the second to last narrow line in Rashi. Hachigar Sinan. Do you see that? I want to just read it in Rashi, because he, he brings the Girsa more clearly. It's the second to last narrow line. Narrow, narrow the, the thinner lines. Hachigar okay. Sinan. You see that? Yeah, yeah. So now, that, that works according to Artana. But according to Yeshua ben Karcha, I understand the first drasha Medina Medina. It would distinguish between those cities that were walled from Achashverosh's days. Versus if it was walled later, that's not considered walled. But ir ve'ir lemai. What do I need ir ve'ir for? Meaning, according to Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha, there's no other distinction because all walled cities from Achashverosh are walled. All unwalled are not considered walled. So you only have one drasha. What do you use the other one for? That's the question the Gemara is wondering. Now, sorry, jump back to the Gemara now. So Amar lechar Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha. It's the it's the beginning of the line. And you skip, skip that little piece that we just did. Skip that neck, that little piece, because we read it in Rashi. So Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha answers. It's the beginning. I have the beginning of line. Amar lachar Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha. You see it? So Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha answers. He says, how are you asking on me? It's just as difficult according to our Mishnah. 
According to our Mishnah, is it is it better? Kivan to itle prezi prezi. He learns the idea that it has to be walled from the days of Yeshua ben Nun from a gezerah shava prezi prezi. A ton of our Mishnah. So medina medina lamali. I don't need another drasha to teach me that distinction. We know it already from gezerah shava. So. He's saying, whether it's according to me or according to you, these drashot seem to be unnecessary. Right. Ella, so the Gemara says, rather, This is coming to teach us a special drasha of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. The way we're going to understand Medina, Medina, Ve'ir, Ve'ir, is to teach us that not only do we look at a walled city as what's within the walled city, that's considered walled, you read in the 15th, but also those things that are within the surrounding territory. That's what it's going to say. Medina, Medina, Ve'irvia, what's included in the country, or what's included in the province, even those things that are near the walled city. That's the idea. Let's see. So he says as follows. Levi explains. A walled city includes anything that is near it, or anything that is visible from it. That's also considered a walled city to read on the 15th. You don't get krach, it's treated like the walled city. Ad Kama, so the Gemara says, how close does it have to be that it's still considered part of the walled city? <coughs> like the distance between these two cities, Chamatan to Teveria, which is a mil. So Gemara asks, Vilema mil, just say a mil. Why do you have to say the distance between these two cities? We know it's a mil. It's teaching us how much is a mil. Means if you want to know how much is a mil, it's like the distance between these two cities. We now move on to a new topic. The reason we're quoting it here is because we just mentioned Rabbi Yirmiya, the Itamer Rabbi Chiyabar Abba, so we're going to go through other memras that he said as well. This is not directly related, though, but it's very interesting. We know in the Hebrew written language, we have what's called Sofei uh, Tevot, which means there's most, letter, most letters, they're the same if you write them in the middle of the word or at the end of a word. You write a Lamid, it's the same in the middle of the word, and it's the same if you write at the uh, end of the word. It's the same. But there's certain letters that they change based on location in the word. A mem. If you take a mem and you write it in the middle of a word, so you know it's written like this and then like this, fine. But at the end of a word, it's like a square. Oh, so it changes based on location within the word, fine. So the Gemara tells us something that is a pellet, a wonder. tells us who established that double idea when it comes to those special letters, that there's an extra way to write it at the end of a word, it was the Nevi'im throughout the generations. Now, this is going to be difficult, we'll see why in a minute. Now it's, it's an acronym, Me, it, sorry, it, it stands for these, it's Roshay Tevot, for these uh, letters. Mem, Nun, Sadi, Pechaf, these are all the letters that have Sofei Tevot. Sofim Omrum, the Nevi'e Adorot, Rashi says Sofim refers to the Nevi'im throughout history, they taught us that Kefil Tevot, that there's the double idea. So the Gemara says that's impossible, because this ties into everything that we know in terms of tradition. Tizbra, is that logical? Vaktiv, we know the Pasuk tells us, in the end of Bechukotai, it says, Eila Mitzvot, we say, these are the Mitzvot that Moshe Rabbeinu taught us, and that teaches us, a Navi is never allowed to create a new topic. Meaning, whatever was given to Moshe at Har Sinai, that's the Torah as we know it. A Navi is not allowed to create a new mitzvah or a new idea. So therefore, the Gemara says it can't be they created new letters. That's impossible. 
Odin, furthermore, Amr of Chizda, Mem is Samach Shebeluchot. We know the Mem and the Samach in the Luchot, Benes Hayu Omdin. Turn to Gimel Amoralef. Benes Hayu Omdin. They were standing with a miracle. So Rashi explains we know that the letters in the Luchot were carved from one side to the other. Like this. Were carved from one side to the other. So what does that mean? It means that it was carved from one end to the other end. Now, if you take a regular, like an aleph, for example, you can carve a line and still have the letter from one end to the other. But when it comes to a mem or a samach, they were standing as a miraculous thing. How is that true? Now, if it's the middle mem in a letter, you could theoretically carve it from one end to the other. But if it's a square, meaning the mem at the end, and the middle part remained there, by definition, that's a miracle, because if it's carved from beginning to end, you'd either have to remove the part in the middle, which is not what happened. The middle part was hanging with a miracle. So what's the Gemara saying? That was in Luchot. So clearly, what is that referring to? The Mem at the end of the letter was already there at the Luchot. You can't tell me that the Nevi'im throughout history created those letters, because you see it was already there at the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. So Benesa Yomdim. So the is in Mehavu Havu. Really, they were there originally in the beginning. But the people didn't know. A very difficult answer. People didn't know which goes in the middle of the word and which goes at the end of the word. They knew that there's the square mem and they also knew that there's the irregular mem. They didn't know which goes in the middle, which goes at the end. And the Nevi'im came and established that the open one goes in the middle of the word. And the closed one is at the end of the word. So, so the Gemara says, but again, that's impossible. Because in the end of the day, essentially what you're saying is they never knew which goes in the middle and which goes at the end, which means the Nevi'im created a new concept, which is impossible to say. So Ella the Gemara says, They knew in the beginning which one goes in the middle, which one goes at the end. What the Nevi'im did is it had been forgotten for some reason. It doesn't clarify when or how. At some point in history it was forgotten. And what the Nevi'im did is they just reestablished, taught the people, this is what was taught then. We're not creating a new concept that they didn't know before because this is just something that we're reestablishing or teaching that they knew in the beginning. Okay, we'll stop here. Bezat Hashem, the top of Shemlum Aleph. We'll pick up tomorrow with uh, Gimel Medalev. Have a great day.